Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for dropping by to listen. Finally, it's warming up. A couple of weeks ago, we were in the 20s the below zero 20s, but now the temperature is in the 30s, above zero, and the forecast indicates it may get up to the 40s later this week. It's a January heat wave in Montana, and I love it. And now on to episode nine of the new year, who is the master? Now, in case you haven't noticed, artificial intelligence, AI, is here. I was able to see a lot of AI being used in various fields when I was at CES a couple of weeks ago. AI is going to transform our workplaces, our schools, our homes, and our lives. Some of those transformations will be amazingly good, almost magical. Some of those transformations have the possibility to be amazingly bad perhaps best described as evil. Now, I use ChatGPT on a fairly regular basis. Unlike Sports Illustrated, however, I don't use it to write my articles or scripts, although it has the ability to do that. I use ChatGPT to proofread what I write. It corrects grammar and spelling errors, which would have come in handy when I was in school, and I often ask it to make suggestions for improving the article. Now, ChatGPT does an excellent job of proofreading, and it does a pretty good job of making suggestions. Some of the suggestions I apply to my writing, and I believe it makes for a stronger article. Some of the suggestions are less than good, and I don't use them. And then there are the suggestions that encourage me to be more politically correct or woke. And as you can probably guess, I don't use those suggestions at all. Now, I also use ChatGPT, Bing, and Google Bard to do basic research on a topic. But you have to be careful when you are using those tools for research. Sometimes the answers are inaccurate, which is another way of saying they're wrong. If you use AI to research, you have to follow up with the results you are given in order to determine the truth of the assertions. Let me give you an example. One of the topics I like to share with my readers are quotes. I call the section where I do that, words worth thinking about. And what I found through the years I've been doing this is that often the quotes I read online are misattributed. The attributions are repeated over and over and over and over on the internet so that it seems the individual surely must have said it. But when you track the quote down, you find that either someone else said the quote or there is no record of the person actually saying or writing the words that everyone on the internet says he wrote. Now, when I check out a quote, I always ask my AI tool to give me a link to the original source. Sometimes it can and sometimes it can't. I was recently checking out a quote by Abraham Lincoln. Both ChatGPT and Bing indicated that Lincoln said the quote, which is good. It doesn't make it true, but it's a good start. When I asked for the source of the quote, 
Both of those AIs said the phrase could be found in Lincoln's message to Congress on December 1, 1862. So, I got the link to the source and read the message. The exact words of that quote were not in the document. It dealt with an aspect of the idea presented in the quote, but did not contain the exact words of the quote. So I told ChatGPT about the situation, and it agreed that the exact words were not in the message, but that the idea represented Lincoln's thoughts on the issue and were probably paraphrased by someone else and attributed to Lincoln. Now, as much as I like that quote, and as much as it has been requoted on the Internet, I couldn't use it because I couldn't verify the source. Now, let's let, take a look at some other things particularly in the world of broadcasting. There are companies today that offer you the possibility to own and operate a radio station without having to bother with things like, oh, you know, uh, human beings. One company will provide you with several AI-generated personalities to serve as DJs for your station. You describe the personalities you want, and the AI will create them for you. The DJs will introduce the songs and even interact with one another. And don't worry about news items. The AI will search the internet for news about your local town or the topic you want to specialize in and create articles to make up your news stories and then deliver those stories by your AI-created newscaster. And if you happen to have a real person whose voice your listeners are used to, that person only has to speak a little bit to the AI and from then on, the AI will create their voice for one of your DJs. Think of all the money you could save by not having to pay humans to do the work. Oh, to be sure, there are some drawbacks. The AI is deciding what goes out over the air and what it sounds like. And if you think about it, the AI has become the master of your station. Now, another one is websites. I purchased a software package about a year ago that claimed it could produce websites using AI. I purchased a domain, set up the basic design of the WordPress website, and then selected the niches or niches or however you want to say it that I was interested in, and I let the AI go to work. It actually did a very nice job of producing articles on the topics I wanted covered and automatically adding them to the website. It even included illustrations for the articles and it could produce as many articles as I wanted. I could schedule when I wanted them released, even if I wanted dozens per day added to my website. It looked very nice. But when I read the articles, they were not anything I would have written. The software gave me the option of previewing the articles and revising them if I wanted to before automatically publishing them to the website. And I'm sure it has improved greatly since I last used that software, but it's not something I wanted to pursue. Now, I've just touched the tip of the iceberg of AI in our lives. Hollywood stars and production companies are excited or frightened by the ability of AI to create images and sounds of real people and insert them in movies. You want to create a story using Tom Hanks when he was in his 20s? AI can do that. George Carlin, a stand-up comedian who passed away in 2008 at the age of 71, appears in a video doing his stand-up routine dealing with today's topics. 
Now, his estate is suing the company that supposedly used AI to create that video. Imagine, though, how it will impact news and political campaigns when you won't be able to tell if a politician actually did or did not say or do a particular thing, even though you saw a video of it happening. Was it real or was it AI? Artificial intelligence will control what we read, hear, or see when we use the internet and social media to find out the truth. We will be directed to the truth it has determined that we need to hear. And we will be denied access to misinformation, which is often the real truth. Now, I should note that the graphics that are in my newsletter were created by Dolly, which is actually a a program that's created by OpenAI, the people who made ChatGPT. Okay, now there are a couple of stories that I would encourage you to check out. The stories that I enjoyed. One of them is China's AI progress sparks fears of a dystopian future. And then another one is high school then and now for an interesting look at the way uh, our high schools work. There's another article, The Ultimate Return Guide to Escaping the Surveillance State. Uh, you might want to check this out. Give some suggestions on how to avoid being tracked and everything. And then the final one that I'm recommending is called Beatdown regarding the trajectory of the Los Angeles Times about how the newspaper is collapsing. And I have a little video. That I think I may have even shared it before. But if you have an opportunity to help someone, help them. And I have a link there that you can click on a YouTube video, and I would encourage you to watch it. Now, before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 6, 24 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. Thank you.